Let's get this thing on here. I do want to preach a message. Uh, I preached this out a while back, several, several months ago. And uh, the Lord just kind of directed me this path. You know, and our, my pastor texted me the other day, and he says, I'm not feeling well. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> Amen. And nobody likes it when somebody's sick, but when your pastor's sick, it's, oh, no. Uh, and uh, I kind of seen the text coming there, and I was like, oh, let's see here, Lord. I need your help now more than ever. Amen. And um, that night, just the other night, I began to just ponder and think about what the Lord would have me to preach and uh, lay something on my heart, maybe something, you know, something fresh, something new, uh, go over some of my old sermons. I just kind of went back and forth and, and just really began to, to meditate and ask God to really show me what he'd have me to preach on. And, and uh, that, that, that night, once we finally got all the kids to sleep, amen, <laughs> it took a while, but once they finally all, they all crashed in their, their spots, I went to the bedroom there and I pulled out my Bible and I already had my ribbon. You know, your ribbon stays where the last place that you kind of were and you marked it and you can't remember why you were there, but you were there. And uh, I opened it up. I said, Lord, show me what I need to preach. And fell right upon, the ribbon was still there. Matthew chapter number 9, starting out in verse number 27, right there through 31, speaks about two blind men being healed. And uh, I began to just ponder about it. I said, I said, wait a minute now. I said, I preached a message on that before. And I kind of went back and forth, and sure enough, and it was one I preached out whenever I was preaching at another church on a Sunday night. And the title of the message here is, Believe Ye That I Am Able to Do This. And I began to really ponder about that and go over my notes and go over some more scriptures and just really think about the message that God just really worked in my heart on that particular message that night. And I believe that there's, some, there's something just within this short passage here just within these few verses of Scripture that we can apply unto our lives today and it could really help us and, and encourage us. And we can leave out of here just encouraged to just keep on keeping on and, and pressing on, looking forward to the, to the, to the ending goal, amen, uh, to eternal life, living with Jesus forever and ever and ever in heaven. Uh, but it gives us hope within the Scriptures here. And that's what we have. We have hope. If you have Jesus Christ, you have hope, amen. Amen. If you have Jesus Christ, you do have hope. Amen. Although the world may look bad and the, the turmoil may be around and there's enough shootings, I mean, come on now, but, but there is hope. Amen. Amen. There is hope yes. with Jesus Christ. And we have a message, and we're supposed to go out and proclaim that message. And that's kind of enraptured all together here in Matthew chapter number 9. If you will, let's all stand together here. We'll read, if you're able to stand, that is, if you're able to stand, Matthew chapter number 9, verses 27 through 31, and then we'll jump right into the message tonight. I won't be long, uh, but, I, but I hope you'll get something from it tonight. I hope it'll be an encouragement. Matthew chapter number 9, uh, starting out in verse number 27, and when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And that's where we'll get our text, our, our main uh, verse tonight. The title that you see up on the screen there is, The words of Jesus Christ is, These blind men come unto him. And he asked the question, Believe ye? Then I am able to do this. Their response here is, they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Verse number 29, then, then touched he their eyes and saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. 
And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it, but they, when they, had, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all the country. And I just want to pause there, and we're going to preach on this subject here. There's four simple points that I want to pull out uh, just within this passage of Scripture here, and the title of the message will all come to clear, clarity here in just a moment. Believe ye that I am able to do this. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. You pray for me, and we'll pray that the Lord will just meet and work in our hearts. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we do thank you, Lord, for allowing us to meet in your house. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come again, Lord, to, to get together as, as brothers and sisters. And Lord, I pray, God, that you would help us tonight, Lord. Uh, I stand in a position where I will fail you if I, if I don't have you, God. I need you. You know my heart. You know my burden, Lord. I pray, God, that you would just help us tonight. Lord, I pray that you would have me say only what you once said. God, I pray that you'd hide me behind the cross tonight. Lord, let no man be exalted but Jesus Christ tonight. And I pray... Lord, that I know that the people that worked hard all week and they've probably had a long day today. And I pray, Lord, that you would just give us this remaining time, Lord. Just give us that energy to, to be attentive unto your word, Lord. Help us to pay attention, Lord. Help us to retain something, Lord. Help us to heed to the word that is preached tonight, Lord. I pray that you would help us as we pull some truths from the scripture tonight and apply them unto our lives. Lord, we love you and we thank you, God. And we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over this service. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen and amen. You may be seated. I do want to thank you so much for being here. I know pastor is away, uh, but we must go on. And God laid this on my heart for a reason. I believe somebody here tonight maybe need this. I know I need it. But there, maybe there's somebody else here tonight that's going to need the message that we're going to preach. And as we get to Matthew chapter number 9, as we get to verse number 27 here, as we just read about the story of the two blind men uh, that come unto Jesus and they're looking for their, for looking for their vision, amen? They're looking for, to get, regain that sight there. They're blind, looking to gain that sight. But prior to this, let me set the backdrop here and then we'll jump right into it and we can pull some things from it. You know, Jesus had just been traveling all day as he returns from Capernaum there and uh, he was met with a group of people carrying a bed, uh, carrying a bed with a man on it who had the palsy. And he heals them and continues on there. And then a certain ruler, and you know, we're basically reviewing chapter 9 as we get to the point here. Uh, but then we see a certain ruler comes, Jarus, he comes in, and he comes unto him and, and worships him and said, hey, my daughter is almost dead. My daughter's dead. But if he, Jesus, would come and lay his hand upon her that she would live. And Jesus, as Jesus was following uh, this man into his house, uh, we see that a woman with an issue of blood over 12 years comes and touches the hem of him and was made whole that moment. And when Jesus comes to the house here where, she, where the, the young lady was and, and the, where the girl had died supposedly, uh, but Jesus said, the maid is not dead but sleepeth. He taketh her by the hand and she arose. And that brings us to where we are now where Jesus goes and these two blind men come unto Jesus, but uh, as we get to that point, there's a couple of things that I want you to see. Uh, first of all, here I want you to notice just as far as an introduction, as Jesus makes his way here, look at verse number 27 again, and, and, Jesus, and when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him. Now, I have a hard time following somebody with vision, amen, uh, let alone these blind men are following Jesus. They're following the crowd. They're following Jesus. Look at it here, though. They followed him. 
crying and saying, Thou Son of David, have mercy on us. What a title to give Jesus. What a title to put in his name. Some people at that time would just call him Jesus. They would call him by his name. But these two blind men, as they go, look at it again, they, and crying and saying, Thou Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus was addressed as Lord, thou son of David, several times by people who by faith were seeking mercy or healing. The woman whose daughter was being tormented by a demon in Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the, of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. We can fast forward again in Matthew chapter number 20 and verse number 30. Here we see again two blind men by the wayside, and, and behold, uh, and behold two, men, two blind men sitting by the wayside, and when they had heard Jesus pass by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. We see there in multiple other times Jesus was referring referred to in this phrase here, just as these other two blind men said here, thou son of David, have mercy on us. All cried out the son of David for help, but these titles of honor they give to him, talking about Jesus here, declare their faith in him as well. Calling him Lord expressed their sense of his deity, his dominion and power. But and also calling him thou son of David expressed their faith that he was the Messiah. He was the one that was to come to rule and reign. And But as we see here, these two blind men, I want you to notice a few other things that they do and that you and I could do today, and it will increase not only our faith, but it will increase our walk with him. I want you to notice, first of all, these men were proud of their faith. Look back again, Matthew chapter number 9, verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, but they just didn't follow him. They wanted to get his attention. So what did they do? They began to cry and say, so in a very loud tone of voice, they weren't ashamed of who he was and what he could do. So in a very loud voice, these two blind men, as they were following Jesus, they proclaimed their faith in him and trusting in him and knowing that he had the power to heal. They cried and called out to him, thou son of David, have mercy on us. They not only followed Jesus, but yet they began to proclaim in a very verbally loud tone thou son of David have mercy on us I love this I love this they, these men here were not ashamed of who Jesus was they weren't ashamed of the Pharisees that maybe could come and, and try to condemn them they weren't afraid of the rulers uh, the, the, the Pharisee rulers the higher ups there they weren't afraid of anyone that was around them they didn't care who was around they just sought after Jesus and beyond that they cried out with a loud voice so all that was around to them could also hear Thou son of David, have mercy on us. They proclaimed their faith. You say, well, how can that apply to us? Well, how do we do on a daily basis? Yeah. Are we proclaiming our faith? Do you understand that you and I as a, a blood-bought child of God, as we're saved, once you get saved, you are a child of his. But how are we doing it on a daily basis? Do we seek after him and do we proclaim his name on a daily basis? Do we say aloud sometimes, praise the Lord, thank God. But do we say it? That's the thing. These men here, really, they were proclaiming, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Amen. 
How do we act when things come in our paths? And how do we act when God does something great in our life? And, and do we give him the praise verbally, audibly for all those around to, to hear and to see us give our worship unto him? You and I are ambassadors here for his kingdom. Amen? We are a walking billboard. We're supposed to be a walking billboard, a reflection of Jesus Christ himself. And as we proclaim his name, people, they don't see us because we direct all the glory and all the honor back unto God and back unto Jesus for what he's done for us. But are we proclaiming it? I don't want to dwell here because there's other points that we want to hit. But first of all, we see these men were very proud of their faith in Jesus. Number two, very quickly here, these men were persistent. I want to hit this one for just a moment. These men were persistent. Look back in verse number 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men, help me out, what's the next two words? Followed him. Now these men were blind, yet they still followed him. They sought after him. They were persistent with their faith. You say, well, how do you get this? Well, one, the title here in which these blind men gave, uh, gave to Jesus Christ, thou son of David, have mercy on us. As we just discussed here, uh, that meant that they understood a little more and where they were coming from, and they were proclaiming that he had the power to heal them. Maybe they have heard about the other miracles. Maybe they've heard about other blind men being healed, about the lame becoming to walk. Maybe they heard the stories, and then all of a sudden this man appears by them, near them, where they can, they can call out and he can audibly hear them, have mercy on us. That's what they did. But beyond that, they cried and they hollered out for him. But then as Jesus passed by, because he had to pass by, right? Because they followed him. As Jesus would come upon these blind men, they, they realized, wait a minute, hey, hey, Jesus is here, and let's call out to him, and let's get some help here. But beyond that, Jesus walked on by. Nothing was said. Jesus didn't respond to their cry immediately. He didn't, he didn't turn around and acknowledge them. We know that because they had to follow him. They followed him. Look at it again here in verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. These men not only knew who uh, the name of Jesus and maybe the miracles that he has done, these men believed that he had the power to heal them. Look down at verse 28. And when he was come into the house. So notice Jesus not only passed by, but he made his way into a dwelling, into a house. Maybe he was going to lodge there that evening. He had a long day of ministry. If you back up there, you see the miracle after miracle that had taken place. Maybe he was weary for a little bit, and he was going to depart into a house there, right? So as we see, he passes by these blind men. They call out unto him, have mercy on us. He continues on, but yet these blind men not only proclaimed their faith in who he was, but they followed him, but they just didn't stop at the door, did they? Look at verse 28. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. 
These blind men knew who Jesus was and they were going to follow him wherever he went. I believe that that they would have followed him until Jesus would have finally acknowledged them. These men were seeking after something. These men were seeking after their miracle, after their blind. They wanted to be, they wanted their eyes to be healed and they wanted to be able to see again. They were seeking that miracle and yet just because Jesus passed by and didn't acknowledge them the first time, they continued to pursue him. They followed him, but beyond that, they followed him all the way into the house in which he went in. And can I pause right there and say, did you notice he didn't shut the door as he went in? Hey, there was no door that was closed. Look at it again in verse 28. And when he was coming to the house, the blind man opened the door to come in after him. My Bible don't say that. Hold on. And when he come into the house, speaking of Jesus there, the blind men had to crawl in through the window because they barred the door. My Bible doesn't say that either, does it? What does it say? And when he is coming to the house, the blind men came to him. There was no obstacle stopping them from following Jesus. The only obstacle that was there was themselves. And they didn't let themselves get in the way. They proclaimed their faith boldly when everyone was around, but then they began to pursue. They began to follow him, crying out, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. But they pursued him all the way into the house. What about that? What about the thought of that? I mean, these blind men not only heard audibly, Oh, Jesus is here. Yes, maybe this is our time. Let's call out. Wait, the crowd's going. He's moving away. The noise is getting less. They begin to pursue after him, crying out, calling out, continually calling out that all the way until they make it their way into the house where he was. And you see this here. And Jesus asked a very pivotal question. What a question for Jesus to ask, though. And this is is our main part right here. When Jesus asked this one question, As these blind men made their way into the house, in verse 28, and when he was coming to the house, Jesus going into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. Now, let's back up. These other miracles that had just taken place, the the lady that had the issue of blood, did she question her? She touched the hem of his garment, and instantly she was healed. Jesus knew virtue had went out. Someone was made whole. Back up even farther. When he comes up to the, to the little lady there, uh, Jairus' daughter, and he grabs her by the hand, arise. Did he question her? No. But he asked a question here. He asked a question to these men who not, only, who not only knew who he was, knew the miracles that he could provide, but he asked a very pivotal question. Believe ye, believe ye that I am able to do this. These blind men no doubt knew who Jesus was and they were going to follow him until they got their miracle, I believe. But when Jesus went to the house, not only did he not shut the door, he asked a very pivotal question here. Believe ye that I am able to do this. And I believe this question here that Jesus was asking the blind men could ring out in our lives. Maybe you are still seeking that miracle as these blind men were. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're going through some health issues. Maybe you're financially struggling. Whatever it is, maybe you've got some children that are causing some issues or maybe some sick ones or whatever it is. You fill in the blank there. Whatever it is that you're seeking from God, whatever it is that you're seeking is these blind men, they so longed to have their sight back. They knew who Jesus was. They called out to him. They began to follow him. And now we see Jesus ask a very pivotal question. I believe this question can ring out in our own lives. 
I believe this question can really ring out and resonate right now with you and I. Believe ye that I am able to do this. Because you got to understand, we believed that he came and died for our sins, right? We believe that he arose from the dead on that third day. And we believe that he is right now at the right hand of the Father. See, faith and belief go hand in hand. Faith and belief go hand in hand. And yes, we trusted Jesus Christ as our Savior. We know who he is. We know the miracles that he can provide. We know all these things. And we began to follow him as young Christians. as old, And now we were older Christians. And, and we began to develop our faith even more. And sometimes there are things that arise in our lives that don't get answered quickly. That's what happened here. Jesus passed by the blind men. They called out to him. They knew who he was. They called to him. No answer. No answer. Not even an acknowledgement. Maybe not even a head nod. Jesus continued on into the house, but the door was not shut. The door was open. I believe it was also a test in their faith, Brother David, to see if they were willing to follow him wherever he went. And then whenever they make it to that place, they make it into the house, Jesus asked a very pivotal question. Believe ye, believe ye. Do you really believe that I can answer your prayers? Do you really believe that I can open your eyes and give your sight back? Do you really believe that I can? And I believe that that resonates with us right now. Why are a lot of our prayers don't go answered? Because we don't pray believing that he can and will do those things. That's what the problem is a lot of the times. It's not that we don't know who Jesus is. We know who he is. We believed in him for salvation. We trusted him with our eternity. But yet, when we go to him in prayer for these big problems that would come up in our lives, are you praying, believing that he can and will answer those prayers? Amen. Write it down. Believe ye that I am able to do this. This right here is what changed my prayer life many months ago. Because like most people, we have doubts, right? We begin to doubt. We're humans. We think about the worst possible outcome, and that's the way it's going to happen, right? What can go wrong will go wrong. That's our mentality. But when we go to God, an almighty God, who created everything that you see, who put the earth and the stars and everything in its right place, created the heavens, done all these great things, and we go to him. We go to God in prayer, not believing. These men believe. Look at the answer. Verse 28, And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him two words, Yea, Lord. Not, well, yeah, I've heard of the other miracles that you've done, and I'm hoping maybe you can help me out. Uh, we, we heard that you healed some other blind men. We, well, we heard that from so-and-so that, uh, you know, that you made the lame to walk right down the street here, and we, we kind of heard, oh, we heard a little bit of talking. You know, we're, we're hoping maybe, maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to help me. No, they just said, yay, Lord. 
Yes, we believe. That's what it was. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Believe you that I'm able to do this. And when you go to God in prayer over the big things, over the small things in your life, the struggles, the heartaches, whatever it is, don't go to him going, well, maybe you can help me out just a little bit. No, you go. We see, you understand, because we are saved. We have access, direct access into him. We can go directly to God because of Jesus Christ. And we stand boldly, we stand boldly there and ask and and ask for our petitions. And we have Jesus Christ who is there interceding for you and I on a daily basis and he is there trying to, hey, 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 you know what they need, Father. You know what they need. You know they need this. Oh, I'm just waiting for him to ask. I'm just waiting for him to ask me. I'm just waiting for him to ask me. Believe ye that I am able to do this. This question rings out to us. But I love this. These men wanted these, men's, these men wanted what Jesus could offer them. And Jesus could give them back their sight. John chapter 8, verse number 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. That's what these men wanted. They wanted their vision back. They knew who could give their vision back. So they not only called out to him, they followed him, proclaiming who he was, calling out, crying. Did you notice that? It was a call and a cry. How many times have we went to God crying, begging for him to work in a situation, but are we doing that believing that he will answer? Pray believing, pray believing. That's the message here tonight. There's simply this right here. Pray believing that he will. Pray believing that he will answer your prayers. Let's look at a couple more things, though. Verse number, uh, number three, point number three, we f- see, first of all, these men were proud of their faith. They proclaimed him boldly. These men were persistent. They were willing to follow Jesus wherever he went. Number three, these men were patient with their faith. Like we've already covered, the first time that they called out to him, he didn't answer. The call went out, but there was no answer. He continued on. They began to cry and follow him, but yet there was still no answer. But then when Jesus made his way into the house, they come unto him and they ask. Jesus asked the question, believe you that I'm able to do this? I heard you back there. Now, my friends, he hears our cry and he hears our prayer. He hears our prayer. Although we don't get an immediate answer, he hears our prayer. He hears our prayer. Let me help you out. He hears our prayers when we call unto him. And although we don't get the answer in our own time, we want an immediate answer. We want to be like the lady there with the issue of blood for 12 years. We want that immediate immediate response as she touched the hem of him and immediately she was healed. But these men didn't get that. They called unto him. They called and they called and they cried following him. And then finally they get him. They get his attention and he stops and says, Now, let me ask you a question. Believe you that I'm able to do this? The immediate response was, yes, Lord. Yay, Lord. Yeah, we believe that you can do this. We believe because we know who you are. And we know that you have the power to do such a thing. These men were patient with their faith. These men realized, these men, when they realized that Jesus had went by and into that house, they went after him. They didn't get bitter. They didn't get mad because they didn't get answers on their own time. 
They didn't get irritated. Well, that was Jesus. He was, uh, I, I know the miracles that he'd done. I, I know he can heal, and I know he can, he can give the blind eyes to see, and I know he can make the lame to walk, but why did he just pass by us? We, I know, I'm pretty sure he heard us crying out. I mean, we, we were yelling at the top of our lungs, but why would he just pass by? They didn't get bitter like that, did they? There was no bitterness there. They simply just followed after him. They said, listen, hey, if he didn't hear us this time, he's going to hear us because we're going to follow after him. We're going to continue our cry. We're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on going. And then maybe that's where you're at today. Maybe that's where you're at today where you're looking for that answer and you're praying for that answer and you're praying for your miracle to come through and yet it's not come through yet. It's been many months, maybe many years, and you've been still praying the same exact prayer, but your miracle could just be one more prayer away, one more prayer away. God could just intervene in your life reach down there and say, believe you that I am able to do this? Now I'll do it. That's what happened here. These men wanted an immediate response, just like you and I, but they didn't get it. They didn't get bitter. They just kept on knowing who he was and knowing that he can in his own time. They pressed on, followed him all the way into the house. Jesus asked the questions, believe you that I am able to do this? Jesus' question here was a test of their faith, not in his ability to hear, to heal, but their faith in who he was and that he could. Let me read that again. The question that Jesus asked was not, it was a test of their faith, not of his ability to heal, but of their faith in who he was and what he can do. Let that sink in because we know he can do all things. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. He created everything. Yeah. We can't put God in a box. Right. He made the box. Amen? You can't yeah. put him in something that he makes. Amen? Believe ye that I'm able to do this. What is it today, tonight, that's, that you're still praying for, that you're still longing for an answer for? Can I tell you this? Keep on praying. Keep on praying, keep on praying, keep on praying. Because just like these men, it'll get answered, not on our time, but on his time. These men were patient with their faith. They didn't get bitter. They continued to follow on. Lastly here, we're almost done. Number four, these men were provided because of their faith. I want you to look at that. Verse 29, then... He touched their eyes. After he asked the question, believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, yea, Lord. Yes, Lord, we believe. Verse 29, then touched he their eyes and saying, look at these words, according to whose faith? Your faith. Be it unto you. And their eyes were opened and Jesus straightly charged them saying, see that no man know it. But notice 29 there. Immediately, after the question was asked from Jesus, believe ye that I am able to do this? Do you really believe that I'm able to heal you? Do you really believe that I'm able to give your vision back? Do you really believe this? We see their answer to prayer after their response was, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we believe. Then verse 29, then he touched their eyes and saying, look at these words very closely, according to your faith. According to your faith. Not, not anybody else's. It was their faith. Their faith in knowing who he was. 
and trusting in him that he could heal them. It was their faith in crying and calling out to him. It was their faith that was following them, following Jesus wherever he went. It was their faith that would follow Jesus all the way into the house. But then again, it was their faith as Jesus would ask the question, do you really believe that I'm able to do this? And their immediate response was, yes, Lord, we believe. That was their faith. What about yours? When we go to God asking for these things, Believe you that I am able to do this. What if he asked us that every time we went to our prayer closet? My soul, could you imagine the conversation there? You go to him for anything, and he says, well, do you believe I can do it? <laughs> That's what happened here. This happened real time. But imagine if audibly you heard that every time you were on your knees crying and begging for God to do a work in your life, to do a work in this situation, to help out in this, and God just simply says unto you, do you believe I can do it? How would we respond like them? Yay, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We believe. Yes, we believe that you can do it. I believe that you can answer any of my prayers. And immediately, because of their faith, they got answered. And he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Tonight in closing, I believe that if we could follow these steps here that are laid out within these two blind men, that if we would proclaim him, be proud of our faith. Be proud of our faith. Proclaim him wherever we are, wherever we go. Be persistent with our faith. Be consistent in our walk with him. Be consistent in our daily life as we live as an ambassador for Christ. And then be patient with our own faith, knowing that he will answer in his own time. And just like these men, you and I will be provided because of our faith in him and knowing that he can and he will. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than yours. Sometimes our prayers aren't answered fast. Sometimes we have to wait until God is ready to make himself known unto us. The question rings out, believe ye that I am able to do this. Tonight, I believe God's asking the same question to a lot of people in here. A lot of the burdens, a lot of the troubles, a lot of the heartaches that you're going through right now. And you're praying and you're praying and you're praying and you're praying and you're praying. Believe ye that I am able to do this. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I know you challenged me through this message. Asking the simple question there, believe ye that I am able to do this, Lord, but I believe that someone else here tonight needed this. God, you laid this on my heart for a reason, and I'm sure there's some people in here tonight that just needed the reminder, Lord, that you are able and that you are capable of answering any and all prayers but God us in your own timing. And if we will just stay consistent and stay faithful and stay persistent and keep following after you, keep on praying after the, the, the request that we want to be made known, and then as you ask the question on us, believe ye that I am able to do this. If our response would just be, yes, Lord, we believe. God, I pray, Lord, that you would just encourage us tonight. Lord, help each one of us here tonight. Lord, if, if there's anyone here, Lord, that is still that is lost, that is not saved, Lord, that never come to you for salvation. Lord, I pray that tonight will be the night that they get saved, Lord, and then they can just continue to call out to you for help 
on a daily basis. Lord, I pray that you would just help us in the invitation. God, do a work in the hearts of the people here tonight. In Jesus' name, as the piano begins to play, you do work with God. As he laid upon your heart, what is it tonight that you're struggling with? What is it tonight that is that, that you're praying over, that you're praying over, that you're praying over, but you still no answers? What if God is asking you this, believe you that I am able to do this? Are you praying, believing that he can and that he will answer your prayers? You come and do business with God as, as he deals with you. Maybe tonight, if you're not saved, tonight's a good night to get saved. You know, these blind men, when they followed Jesus into the house, he didn't shut the door. And that door of salvation is open to any and to all who will come unto him. There's none that he will turn away. Go to God asking and believing that he will answer our prayers. Still plays there, head bowed and eyes closed. People are still doing business with God. 